0: Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. The gospel of Jesus is powerful. It is the power of God unto salvation. When a person is confronted with the truth of the gospel, repents and believes, they are made new. Today, on drawing near, we learn of the gospel's work in the life of the Colossian saints. Please take your Bible, turn to Colossians chapter one, and join me for the gospel at work. Before we study God's word together, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we come before you today humbly, gratefully and acknowledging the work of your gospel in our lives. And if there are those listening today who do not know Jesus Christ as their Savior, who have never repented of their sin and embraced the truth of the gospel, then I pray that you would work in their heart to bring about faith in Jesus Christ. Use the words of the gospel. Use the message of the gospel to touch and transform their heart and life. And Father, we thank you for the grace that you have given to us the love that you have demonstrated to us through Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And Father, we pray that you would help us to grow, to understand more fully the message of the gospel and the work of the gospel. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In today's study, we learned some wonderful things about the gospel. We've already seen that the gospel is a message of hope that when believed, results in faith and love in the life of the believer. When we look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 6, the first phrase that stands out is, which has come to you. And what Paul is writing here is, the Colossian saints have trusted in Christ through hearing the gospel, but the gospel had come to them. The gospel in and of itself is a message that must be proclaimed. It must be delivered to sinners. It must come from one individual to another. That's an important part of the gospel. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But then it asks the questions, how will they hear if no one preaches? And how will the message be brought unless somebody brings it? What we see in this opening phrase is someone Has brought the message of the gospel to the city of Colossae. Individuals heard the gospel message and believed it as a gospel which had come to them. And if you're a believer, the gospel message has come to you as well. Through a pastor, through a teacher, through a parent or a grandparent, a friend, even a stranger who knew Christ Jesus, the gospel has come to you. Because it is the gospel that is the power of God unto salvation in your heart and life. So the gospel had come to them. Now, before we go any further, we need to ask the question what exactly is the gospel? The word gospel means good news. But the good news about what? It is God's good message to sinners. And that's where you have to start. Everyone in this world, before us, after us, everyone is a sinner. A sinner is someone who does wrong or who neglects to do what's right in the eyes of God. As a sinner, we are all condemned because of our sin. We are destined to eternal condemnation in hell because we have sinned against God. Now, some people want to argue that, and they can argue that if they want to. But the fact of the matter is, God is holy and righteous and he sits as judge over all of his creation, and this is what he has judged. This is the truth of our condition. Yet, we have the gospel message. The gospel is good news to sinners who are condemned in their sin. The good news is this, that God has sent Jesus Christ into the world to die on the cross as the sacrifice for our sin, to pay for our sin, to bear our guilt, our shame, our sin, our condemnation on the cross, and then to be buried and resurrect from the dead. Jesus Christ has done this to provide for us forgiveness and reconciliation with God. And if we will believe in Jesus Christ, if we will put our faith and trust in him and repent, turn away from our sin, we can be saved. That's the good news. The good news is We don't have to die condemned in our sin. God has paid for our sin in the body of Jesus Christ, and we can trust in Jesus and be saved. And this message had come to the church in Colossa. And if you don't know Christ, then just now this message has come to you. And according to verse 6, the gospel message was being spread throughout the world, the known world in Paul's day. And as it was being spread in the city of Colossae, in the rest of the known world, it was constantly bearing fruit and increasing. That's what we learn in the second part of verse 6. So the gospel was being spread in Colossae, around the world, and as it was being spread, because it is the power of God unto salvation, it was constantly bearing fruit and increasing. What kind of fruit was it bearing? It resulted in faith and the living out of that faith in believers' lives and the display of love toward God and toward one another. That's what we've learned in the previous verses. So the gospel was bearing fruit constantly and increasing. The idea of increasing is it was continuing to be spread more and more and more. As people heard the gospel and believed, once they believed, they joined in the spreading of the gospel, of carrying the gospel to other people. And it's one of the sad things that exist in our culture today, that many believers, when they receive the gospel, they don't join in with the spreading of the gospel. They embrace the truth of God's word, but they don't share it with other people. If you think about it, the gospel should have a snowball effect in the world the more people who believe, the more there are to spread the gospel, to increase the gospel in the world. The more more people believe, the more the gospel can be spread. This was what was going on. The gospel was being believed, it was bearing fruit, and then it increased. Paul says at the end of verse 6, even as it has been doing in you since the day you heard of it, and understood the grace of God in truth. It's an emphasis at the last part of verse 6 of the gospel's power and the fact that the gospel is God's grace in people when they receive it, when they understand it, and put their faith in Jesus Christ. Then in verse 7, we're told, just as you learned it from Epiphras, our beloved fellow bondservant, who is a faithful servant of Christ on your behalf. Epaphras, was an individual in Colossa who had learned of Jesus Christ, who had trusted in Jesus Christ, and he was spreading the gospel in the city of Colossa, and the believers had received it. Epiphras is not only described as a faithful witness, but he's a beloved fellow bondservant. He is loved by Paul, he is loved by the saints in Colossa, he is a fellow bond of Jesus Christ, he is a bond slave of the Lord Jesus Christ, which emphasizes what we've already seen. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is also a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf. Paul is saying he is not only ministered to you in sharing the gospel, but he is a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf, on Paul and Timothy's behalf. Isn't it a wonderful testimony that a believer is a minister of Jesus Christ and a servant to all those that he has contact with, the lost he shares the gospel with, the saved he loves and serves. And then the last part of verse 8, we're told, and it is Epiphras who informed Paul and Timothy of the love that the Colossians have in the Spirit. That's what is meant by, and he also informed us of your love in the Spirit. Epaphras had shared the gospel with people in Colossae. They had by faith trusted in Jesus Christ and repented of their sins. Epaphras then saw the fruit of the gospel in the believers' lives, their faith, their love, and how it was increasing. And after witnessing this, he carried that testimony, that message, to Paul and Timothy. Oh, how I pray that people will see the evidence of the gospel the fruit of the gospel in our lives, and not only will carry the gospel to other people, but when they come in contact with other believers, we'll be able to share a testimony of our faith in Jesus Christ and our love for all the believers. What a blessed testimony that is. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for your gospel. Thank you for helping us to come to know Jesus Christ through the work of your Holy Spirit, and the faithfulness of people who share the gospel message with others. And Father, I pray that you will help us to also share the gospel, and then to see the fruit of the gospel being borne out in people's lives, that we can be encouraged by their faith and their love, and we can share that message of their faith and love through the work of the gospel in other people's lives. Father, help the gospel to continue to grow, be fruitful, and increase in the world, as believers bring the gospel message, take the gospel message to others. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and he will draw near to us.